Hey everyone, hey and welcome back to yet another episode of Alpha Metallica. This is your host, Tom Quee. We are here digging into yet another Metallica song. That Metallica song that is probably, along with Trapped Under Ice, that Ride the Lightning song that you kind of know, but maybe don't know, you know, maybe not the biggest fan. One of the, one of the more obscure numbers on one of the more popular albums. Uh, that is Escape. Just before we get to Escape, and my guest today, who I've got to say I'm very excited to introduce, actually, because you may have noticed that the theme tune was slightly different uh, than it normally is. I mean, it was the same, but it was covered. Uh, we've mentioned this by uh, a French virtuoso guitar player, Chaos Ware. We mentioned this on the XD of Gold episode of Alex Cottrell. And, you know, it was incredible to see, really. Um, you know, it was one of my sort of life achievements in a certain way when someone covering the theme song of your... And I can't really do it justice. We'll speak about it and so many other things. Chaos Ware, how's it going, man? I'm doing great, man. It's really, really cool to uh, to be on the show. Just one thing. Don't don't call me a virtuoso because that's really too big of a word oh, for me. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. I mean, to, to, to my eyes, to my ears... Uh, your guitar play like the fact that you did a uh, guitar solo over was it dawn patrol Elephant? yeah that was yeah. yeah that was dawn patrol from uh, from megadeth yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well you know that sort of stuff those sort of ideas and what you were bringing to the table i thought was magnificent so i want to urge people to thank you, know, you obviously go to your channel don't just check out the alpha metallica cover which is, <laughs> which is an incredible thing like I've got to, for my ego's sake, ask, like, what was the thought process? I don't know. You know, I've been listening to the show for, for a while now. So every time I'm tuning in, I'm listening to the to the song and, like, and I'm like, okay, how does he play that? You know, it's it's really just out of curiosity that mm. you start to, you just want to know how to play it. And then you play it and then you recover a bit of it. And then you're like, okay, I did 20 seconds of the of the main riff. Maybe mm. I'll... I had a, a chorus or something and then a solo and then you end up with having two minutes uh, two minutes of a song and then yeah. and then you put it online. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll stop going on about it, but, uh, you know, I just thought it was awesome. Just before we get into Thanks. today's song, you know, please follow the show at MetallicaPod. Get in touch with me, MetallicaPod at gmail.com is the best way if you want to come on the show, uh, you want to do a song like we're doing today, uh, let me know. We got probably up until like the end of the year now booked out so quite a while but um if you want to hop on the alpha metallica train get in touch with me you also want to correspond you want to send me messages emails you want to do other sort of episodes as well like you know alpha metallica ultimately is a collaborative show and it's been a success so far on that front and i love having guests on so please get in touch also support us on patreon if you want to itunes as well if you want to leave us a review um normally i ask how it begins with metallica for the guest but because yep. I'm aware of you on a slightly different dimension, um, just out of interest, guitar as a whole, like where does it start enjoying it sonically and then trying it? Yeah, I think it started um, mid mid nineties, something like this, okay. 90, 95, 94, when I got my first guitar. I think the first band that got me into guitar playing was not Metallica, actually. I think it was ACDC. Oh man, probably ACDC and, and Nirvana, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I listened to um, Back in Black recently, the album. And oh, it's amazing. Angus Young possibly has the greatest use of space in guitar yeah. solos ever. Oh, yeah. The silences are so pregnant, like, can't get over his style. Oh, yeah. That is an amazing guy. Amazing isn't, player, isn't really. Isn't he? Really? Like, I don't think hailed enough. I think the thing is that he's not really flashy. No. I mean, it's more about um, the, the, the feeling and oh, really... Man. I mean, he's always using the same leaks and the same stuff, but it works all the time. Every single time it works. So that's, I think that's his strength, really. He doesn't really need any 
flashy, sweeping stuff. It's, mm-hmm. I mean, just a couple of bands and boom, you know exactly who's playing and, and you like it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it happened to me when I was learning guitar. Uh, mm-hmm. I quite quickly came in contact with Metallica. And I don't know about you, I felt they're a great band when you're learning the instrument because there's incredible difficulty, but also quite easy, power chordy, okay, deceptively harder than it sounds, but really fun to play stuff. Well, to be to be honest, the, the for me, when I learned to play the guitar a few dozen years ago now, or 20 years ago, uh, the big album that really made the difference for me was Kill Em All. Mm. I, I started to learn every song out of Kill Em All, and really, that's how I got really my uh, my basic technique, let's say, down. And yeah, Kill Em All is perfect for learning, you know, the power chords, the basic stuff, the pentatonic scales and stuff like this, or the, the basic uh, yeah. metal scales, let's say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Metallica then, as a fan, getting into them, where did it start? I think it was really early 90s. So I was not playing the guitar at the, at the time, and I was really a, a young boy. I think I was maybe 10 years old, something like this. And I remember one day my uh, my older brother came back from school with a, with a cassette, and you know it was a, a bootleg recording of Kill Em All, actually. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, I have vivid memory of listening to this tape with him. And I think at the beginning, it was more out of curiosity more than anything else. I was like, wow. What is this sound? It's really strange. It's so aggressive, so fast. And so I was really listening to it just to, you know, do like the grown-ups, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, having the cassette on repeat every day, I think after a while, I, I really start to find some appealing stuff in there. You know, mm-hmm. I really started to enjoy the music, the melodies, the, even the vocals that were a bit harsh for me at the time. You know, when you're listening to pop music and then suddenly you have James Hetfield screaming like an angry teenager. That was, that was something else. Yeah, yeah, and the way the vocals recorded in those early albums as well, it just adds to it, sort of like that echo, that reverb that's oh, on yeah. James's voice. Um, so oh, yeah. what? So early nights? Is that before Black Album? You started yeah, getting, that, yeah, that was almost at the time of the Black Album. I think right. Black Album was like '92, something like this. Yeah, yeah right. and actually, that's that's a good point actually because so first time I listened to Metallica was Kill 'Em All, great, and then you know I start to uh, look for other album, and then the second one that I got was the Black Album. And I was a bit disappointed, actually, because I was like, oh, my God, this is not the same band at all. It's completely mm. different. You know, it's not the same guy singing. It's not the same sound. It's not the same feeling. So the first time I listened to the Black Album, I was not a big fan, actually. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, uh, it divides a lot of people. It angers a lot of people. I got an email from a guy I'm going to have on the show. And it, you know, he, many, many paragraphs about how mm-hmm. the DNA of Metallica have been lost in the Black Album. I don't, I don't personally know. Uh, you know, if I agree. Um, but let's get to today's song, Escape. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, as I said in the intro, this was a song from personal experience that I just didn't know as well as <laughs> Call of Duty. It was a bit of a skipper for me, where I just didn't, I was kind of in a bit of a naive mind state, really just kind of going through what I liked immediately and not giving it time to develop. But, you know, I'm not on my own. I'm in the company of James Hetfield who mm-hmm. has gone on record as saying he doesn't really like the song. When they played the song, the only time they've ever played it, they've only played this song once live recently yep. Uh, yep. at the Orion Festival. Um, and during the intro, James says, you know, ask the crowd not even to name the song. You know, he <laughs> should not be named. What, what, what's the problem with Escape? What is that about? Well, I, I think it's a, it's a song with an interesting backstory to it, actually. Mm. So... Uh, I think the story goes like this, that at the time they were recording the Ride the Lightning album, they were, they were on a very small uh, label and they were looking for, uh, for a bigger one. And so the story is that they wrote Escape as a, a way to 
you know, uh, get on a bigger label. So they were really trying to do this uh, almost pop song mm. uh, for the radio. So that's that's what the story is, is about. But yeah. um, and you, you can feel it, actually, because the song is really in terms of mood and tonality is really different than the rest of the album. Yeah, it's completely different. Completely yeah. different. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite dated. I don't mean that in a bad way. But it just feels very new wave of British heavy metal, I think, especially in the sort of the pedal points early on. But yeah. Metallica's a kind of buildy band, but here the intro just, you know, da na 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 Like, you know, it feels quite medieval. It feels quite archaic. It feels quite metal, I suppose, you know, in a sort of bare bones sort of way. And I like the way that the first riff sort of continues a little bit longer on the chug than you necessarily anticipated to. So when it has the twist, and na 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 like, you know, it comes as a bit of a sharp surprise. Oh, there, there is some interesting twist in, in the intro. And you're right, it's really... I think it's representative of uh, what they were listening at the time. So the, those uh, new wave of uh, every British uh, heavy metal British uh, stuff. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's a bit different for them. The, there is no big power chord. It's really those small notes, and then there is the the harmony with uh, Kirk Hammett mm-hmm. on the intro, and then there is this repeat of the of the riff before going into the verse. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's a it's a nice intro. Mm, mm. Yeah, it's tasteful. It's yep. kind of in, you know indicative of sort of the instrumental passages that the band were capable of anyway yep. you know and it had a lot to it you know james sounds so young on this song yeah v- very young and I mean, very he was but he just sounds yeah it, you know. yeah they, i think they were in their 20, 20s something. yeah yes <laughs> yeah. barely out of their teens yeah 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 so no he sounds like uh actually that's to me that's what it is this song it's lyrics in terms of lyrics it's like uh, uh, a teenager that is really uh saying to the world that okay I, I will do my own stuff and 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 no one can can really take me down that's that's my take on the on the lyrics and i think i can also hear it in the in the in the vocals melodies yeah and a common theme in metallica's you know lyrical heritage the nomad uh, the wanderer you know wherever yeah. i may roam arguably is a sort of spiritual sequel uh, yep. to escape you know sort of self-sufficient ideas and um yeah, it's just, I guess if I'm siding with the people who don't like Escape, I could perhaps, it's not that memorable. Like, it's fun for me as a Metallica fan to listen to it and, like, appreciate it as part of this, you know, back catalogue. But I think all in all, it's not up there with the heavy hitters just for, I don't know, everything. Like, I don't think there's a middle riff, really. And I, I don't, I think the solo's kind of, you know, autopilot Kirk before that really existed. I think honestly, I think the issue with Escape is that it, it's a good song, but it's on on a on an amazing album. Oh, come on, so yeah. so when you're trapped between I don't know Call of Duty, Creeping Death, Fight Fire with Fire, <laughs> it's it's really tough to to compete, you know. <laughs> tough. Uh, so it's an it's a good song, but I would say my my feeling on Escape is that it's it's the weakest song out of Ride the Lightning. It doesn't mean that it's bad. I really no. like it. I, I can really enjoy it. But if I'm putting Ride the Lightning and I have only time for one or two songs, then maybe that's not the one I will put. Uh, first, you know. And melodically, musically, this is one of the most hopeful choruses Metallica have ever had. It's it's a fun chorus, actually. Oh. <laughs> I really like it. Honestly, Very I like classic. the. Yeah, it's cool actually with the the, the lead guitar that is following the, mm. the vocal melody. That's that's nice actually. Which, and it's which, James. Which James is playing? Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah I was surprised because you were mentioning uh, the Orion Festival yeah. when they played live. Actually, I was there, so I, I was oh, one of the that. lucky guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you've seen the band 40 odd times, right? Yeah, so I, actually, I was looking at the list and it's like 46, 46 times exactly now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, but you know, I started in uh, in the 2000, something like mm-hmm. this, to really go to the shows every time I had the chance to. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's it's Metallica, so the rhythm playing is interesting. I like the way the verses end, sort of gear changes. And, it, you know, that Orion performance showed it's quite a fun song to play. Like, I'm not actually trying to play it. Have you covered this on the channel? Uh, Escape, no, no, but I wanted to do it, yeah. actually. I was thinking about, about doing it, and I was playing with it uh, the, the last few weeks. And it's fun, but it's, uh, I mean, it's, yeah, I'd rather spend some time on, on something else. Sure. <laughs> That's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, and the bridge is very metal in the sense that it gets very slow. The dun, oh, yeah. dun, 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 which you don't really hear Metallica do that much. No, actually, that's that's a, that's an interesting part in the song. This part and the riff that is behind the solo, I think those two parts, it's they could have been on the Black Album, honestly. Mm. To me, that's a bit the feeling I, I got on those riffs. And I don't know if you've noticed, but there is a, a on this part where he, see, he sings, uh, see them try to bring the hammer down. You actually hear the hammer. Yeah. You know, there is a, a sound like really to make it even bigger. That's, I think yeah. that's really cool. It yeah, works. the bells tolling behind it as well. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. in the band who I know are big Finn Lizzy fans, I, I'm a huge fan of Finn Lizzy as well. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, someone got in, the, got in touch with the show recently saying that Alf Metallica had inspired them to do a Black Sabbath podcast. Oh, nice. um, so shout out that person, Sabbath Bloody Podcast, I believe it's called. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll shout them out on the next show. But um, in my heart of heart, I want someone to email in and say I'm doing a Finn Lizzy podcast because <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd love to hear that. Getting back to the Finn Lizzy thing, the police siren that you hear that was also in Jailbreak, that's quite unmetallica to hear that. Yeah, it's it's a bit corny, I would say. It's a bit uh, yeah, it's a bit over the top. Um, yeah, yeah. It they, works in the in the context of the song, but. Uh, but I don't know. It's a, it's a bit too much. <laughs> it is really. It, it's like the last forty seconds is dominated by this this wailing. It is a long outro. Mm. It's long, yeah, absolutely. It's a bit too long of a song. I mean, I know it's a common criticism that, that I throw at Metallica, but I think they are one of these bands that definitely could do a few pruning. I think even back then, like certain songs, definitely don't outstay their welcome. Call of Cthulhu, for example, I think is perfectly paced. Yeah. But I think something yeah. like Escape. That the outro, it, it doesn't necessarily deserve it. It's not like a long, heroic fade to black sort of closer. It's just, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think actually it's a pity because they, towards the end of the song, you have the solo, and I think the solo, although it's not really memorable, I think mm. it works well. And I do like yeah. the ending of the solo. You know, when there, it, it's only the solo itself, there yeah. is no more uh, like a, uh, rhythm guitar behind, and it's just the, the open string with some yeah. some notes on top of it, mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. that works really well. Yeah, yeah. And I think they should have built up on this to really make the outro. Yeah, yeah. I, Kirk does similar things on Justice. Shorty yep. Straw, I think specifically, um, yep. which is a really, really cool solo. Um, yep. And you know that 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 works really well. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the solo to me again isn't isn't too doesn't too stick out that much. A bit like Creeping Death, it sounds with the breakdown just before we get the siren with the drums. It kind of has this breakaway period that I think is quite cool, and yep. then it just kind of get you know dominated uh by by the alarm really but um yeah all in all escape i mean where would it rank for you in like the top 100 metallic songs is it is it gonna is it gonna break that list because there's like 150 so you know there's quite a lot of spill oh i think i think it's in the 100 okay definitely yeah 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 yeah. again it's it's maybe not memorable but uh you know ride the lightning is such a great album and Mm. really that's one of my favorite i think oh yeah maybe with probably myself but that's 
So probably the whole Rider Lightning and the whole Master of Puppets is in the 100. Definitely. I, ha- I have to ask you this as a guest on Alpha Metallica. Um, where do you stand on load and reload out of interest? I like them. Okay. Honestly, I like them. I'm, I'm at a point uh, where, uh, I, actually, regarding Metallica, they could release anything, and I think I would like it. Well, not Lulu, but... Right. <laughs> I, I, you know, you know, we've discovered. I've been discovering Lulu through the show, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and I did Dragon recently with John Sturm, and yeah. I quite enjoy that song actually. I, oh, really? I think if you just consider it as Metallica as a backing band more than anything, it's just a fun side project, I suppose. Yeah, for me, this is where I draw the line. It's if okay. James is not singing, then that's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you seen that he's going to be acting? Uh, yeah, or he's, yeah. Or he's acted in Joel Berlinger's new thing, uh, Ted yeah, Bundy. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw a picture on on Twitter. That's uh, that he looks, looks great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like it's like of course I'm going to see that. Like you know, um, I'm, I'm incredible. Yeah, very very cool. And it looks like he has a kind of a big part then. You know, if he's yeah. been featured in, in that sort of format. So um, the you know all in all for me then Escape. You know, top hundred probably not a very good barometer really because you know there's a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot of hundreds a lot of songs. Um, it's two thirds of their songs. So yeah, it's uh, it, it's okay, it's okay for me. Again, uh, I liked investigating it and thinking about it, but I think all in all, um, it's not something that I find too uh, too easily to recall. Um, Ryan Festival where mm-hmm. they play this song. Um, how was that? You know, because I would have loved to have gone. That was amazing. That was really amazing. I think that was the first, yeah, that was the first time that I saw them in the US. Mm. Probably the only time I saw them in the US, actually. Mm. And yeah, that was something else. That was really cool. The festival itself was a bit strange because the bill was really diverse. So beside Metallica, it was not really metal oriented. Mm. So that was a bit disappointing for me. But uh, they put in place a lot of cool stuff with the uh, how to say the the car show and yeah. uh, the guitar show and all the memorabilia. So that was really cool. Mm. Plus the big bonus of having uh, Ride the Lightning in uh, in full that was great. And then the next day, the the following day, because they were headlining the two evenings, the next day was the Black Album because that was on the Black Album tour actually right. the twenty years, right. which one which was, I think, one of the best tours they did um, in, in the recent years, the Black oh, Album uh, anniversary. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I would have loved to have gone. As I say, I would have loved to have gone. And I can't imagine any other band doing this as well as them. I know Orion Festival wasn't necessarily a huge success financially, whatever, but I think on strength of persona, what other band? You could, there couldn't be a Coldplay festival of Orion. Like. Uh, probably not. No one would <laughs> no, care. I think, I think no they, are the, care. they are the only one. They are the only one that can really pull this no. off. Well, actually, Slipknot is doing this now. Oh, yeah, own, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess maybe they could carry it off. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. pretty cool. Um, so you've seen them incredible amount of times, as you mentioned before. I yep. mean, what does that consist of then? Is that you seeing them like, you know, consecutively on a tour or following them? Or how does it get to such a high number? Well, usually when they when they come to Europe for a tour, I try to uh, to spot all the the dates that are really close to me. So if they are playing two shows in in Germany and two in Belgium, two in Switzerland, whatever, then it's not too far mm. to travel there. You can take the train and it's fine. So that's how I do it. And usually I go with uh, with my, my brother, who's a big fan as well. Mm. Um, but then I had I was lucky also to have some great opportunities to see them in really special occasion so I, I saw them the the first two concerts they did in shanghai in china mm. so that was really really special because so i have some uh, some family living there so i was traveling there at the time uh so every time i can manage to combine a personal trip with a metallica show then i try to do it and that's 
that's always giving me great opportunities. What's the best support band you've seen support Metallica? I would say either Lamb of God or uh, Gojira. Mm. Holy shit, they always get the fucking <laughs> the greatest guys supporting yeah. them. By the way, talking about Gojira, do you know that they made a cover of uh, Escape? Ah, oh, did not oh, know that. Oh, you have to listen to it. It's amazing. Oh, shit. I definitely would check that out. That's awesome. And for everyone who does, doesn't like Escape, then listen to this cover from, yeah. from Gojira and you will you will like it. It's really amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and uh, the band that are supporting them at the moment, um, I can't pronounce their name. I know it means Stranglehold in Norwegian, I think. Kavella track, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I, I was not a big fan. I don't did know. Did you not? I thought they were all right. I saw them in Birmingham. Um, yeah. The, yeah. the, the thing is, I, I think uh, I'm not paying too much attention of the opening bands anymore when I go see Metallica. Mm. So I think I was probably uh, having a beer or something like this. Sure. So I, I didn't really pay attention to it. No, but I think enough. they were great, though, on the on this tour. So I saw them also on the Hardwire tour mm-hmm. uh, end of last year. I yeah, think they yeah. are doing really, really cool. The yeah, show yeah. is really nice. Yeah, yeah. They're on Instagram as well. So if you want to follow a different dimension of the tour, definitely yep. follow them. Um, they post about it and they're often doing their own shows as well but yeah I, I didn't mind them um, they had long songs uh, yeah. long riff driven songs which obviously is not in English so I'm just sort of you know going off the melodic contrast there but free guitar players as well um, yeah that so, was strange yeah yeah was, so interesting it's unusual I mean, unusual I mean you see it in Iron Maiden but everyone knows yeah. that Iron Maiden doesn't need free guitar players but it's, you know, <laughs> it's a, no offence to Yannick Gares but it's like you know, yeah that's true it's not that sort of music it's just sort of power chordy music with, yeah you know but I will say what one thing about Iron Maiden I've listened to a lot of them recently um, Adrian Smith and Dave Murray have very distinct generic styles if you know what I mean like they're sort of they don't really go outside the box they just do these little guitar solos but they definitely have a sound to them all of their own oh yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. Um, Dave Murray's Legato incredible yep yeah amazing guitar incredible guitar player incredible but yeah. I mean you know this is Metallica um, but yeah <laughs> you, you will see them uh, Iron Maiden they are, they are touring uh, in a few months mm, yes yes um, I think they're doing a few UK dates as well that yeah. would definitely be cool to see them but uh I think there's an Iron Maiden podcast. I'm not going to shout out loads of podcasts, but I am going <laughs> to shout out your channel, um, Chaos Wear, which I think is an incredible channel. I mean, Thank alongside um, covering dear podcasts and doing Metallica songs as well, you do, mm-hmm. you know, unboxing videos. And um, one of the videos that I saw of you is that I really appreciated was uh, Hidden Gems from Megadeth's Euthanasia. Oh, yeah. That's something I started last year. So the Hidden Gems series, it's like uh, I take one album and I try to play all those riffs that are really uh, hidden in the songs. They are played only once or you don't really hear them. And I try to, you know, put them a bit uh, in the in the highlights. So that's really, really fun, actually, because it gives me the opportunity to revisit some really cool albums. So I did this for Euthanasia, Megadeth, then I did it for uh, Ride the Lightning, actually, and two riffs from Escape. Right. We're, in the, we're in this video <laughs> and then I did uh, the Black Album as well there are some really mm-hmm. cool riffs mm-hmm. so yeah yeah Jason Newstead top 5 bass lines as well yeah. um, Chris Cornell yeah. tribute I've not watched this one of uh, Coach Eyes which um, Audio Slave what a slept on band yeah absolutely like I know I know they want I know they weren't as good as Soundgarden or Rage I know that and there was a certain sort of I don't know toothless element to them but I think musically I think Tom Morello does some fantastic pop rock metal guitar playing i think yeah obviously it was amazing honestly the, i think it was a great great fit I, mm. I was not thinking that at the beginning when i heard the the news about chris cornell uh, joining uh, 
uh, the, no. the Red Chicken the Machine guy, but actually it works so well. That was yeah. amazing. And that was something different. And I think I prefer Audio Slave than the, the new stuff, the Prophets of Rage. Yeah, oh, which yeah. to me is more, uh, it's okay, it's a continuation of Rage Against the Machine, but yeah. it's not nothing super special. No, say. no, Audio Slaves, I mean, all three of their albums are really, really good, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love Revelations, their third one, which is yeah. a lot more sort of funky. And um, yeah, yeah, shout out Audio Slave. Rest in peace, Chris Cornell. I, yeah. uh, I listen to Soundgarden, Temple of Dog regularly, and yeah. always tinged with sadness now. Uh, you know, when you listen back, just just the fact that he isn't here anymore. But yep. escape is what we're talking about, and uh, Metallica in general. And yeah, I brought up Euthanasia just because obviously it's it's an incredible album uh, all, all together. And I think I mentioned it when I was on Metal Love Your Podcast. It's one of my top ten albums. So uh, oh really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, top ten non Metallica metal albums, I should say. Right. But it's right. An, it's an album that I love. You know, I think it's uh, again one of Metallica uh, Megadeth's not <laughs> uh, been confused once or twice before uh, as you know you know when they've been um it's a brilliant album altogether yep. so yep. uh any any anything you'd like to promo man anything you'd like to other than the channel itself no no just the channel it's um it's, it's been uh it's been really a ride i've been doing this for two years two years and a half and you know every day there is some new people commenting and joining so that's really uh, something i'm really really proud of so that's uh yeah you can visit my channel if you like what you see then you can stick around and if not, there is no no hard feeling. There is plenty of other uh, cool stuff. <laughs> There's a lot of awesome YouTube guitar players. Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah, it's I mean. it's a tough competition. Oh, Actually, I, I wouldn't say competition because uh, uh, the more you play on YouTube, the more you are present on YouTube, and the more you you connect with other YouTuber and other guitar mm. players. So uh, this channel really it has brought me a lot of great opportunities to connect with other guys. Actually, being on this show today is is exactly yeah. because of the channel. So. Yeah. So and I played also with another uh, uh, another guitarist, and we did a video to, together. I played also some guitar for someone who wanted to record an album. So it's really it's really cool to connect with other people from everywhere in the world. So that's amazing, really yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, and I want to urge everyone to check out the channel. Uh, it's a fantastic channel. Uh, lots of great metallic content. Awesome guitar playing that really puts me to shame and makes me feel embarrassed. <laughs> uh, I've been playing guitar for years now. <laughs> I've been practicing, and uh, I still can't play any of these riffs as good as you can, man. So uh, definitely, Thank you. definitely check yeah. it out. Um, please follow us at MetallicaPod. Get in touch with me as well, MetallicaPod at gmail.com. If you want to come on the show, uh, if you want to discuss a concert or an event or a review or you know whatever, uh, get in touch with me. But um, this has been great, man. Um, how do people follow you finally? Any of your socials? So yeah, I'm also on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. So it's the same. Just type Chaosware and and you will find me. All right, excellent, man. Well, uh, yeah, this has been a great episode. Thank you to everyone for listening. Please comment below. Let us know what you think of Escape as a song, what you thought of our discussion as well. I'll put all the links for all the stuff we discussed in the box as well. Um, This has been great, man. Thank you again. Thank you, Tom. (laughs) 